0: You know how like like no, so You know how like syphilis causes madness many years later? <laughs> yep. Like that's what happened in that book Faust. <laughs> like many years later, the syphilis makes him go crazy. They say that about who there was a famous somebody from like the eighteen hundred that they say went crazy later in life because of syphilis.
1: <laughs> I think that's happened with you. I think I'll be that's just much quicker. <laughs> that's what he's saying. Yeah.
0: Who well, welcome there? back, Justin. I mean, you
1: gave us the the um, Cubans to enjoy last episode.
0: Yeah, he brought a little extra. Did you, back from, did uh, you uh, smoke? Me.
1: Did you smoke one yourself? No. Did you get one for yourself though, so you can enjoy? Okay, all right, gotcha.
0: Yeah, and I was I was actually going to steal it while he was out because it was really good.
1: But, oh man. Um... How you doing, Chris? Doing good, man. Doing, doing good. good. What How are you about smoking you today? I'm smoking the Ashton Aged Maduro for the first time. Um, and pairing it alongside a cup of coffee. What about you?
0: I got the Unstolen Valor Muestra de Saca from, from Dunbarton. Um, good look at smoke. Uh one of the I think it's the only moisture that's from Naxa and not made at uh Hoya. Really? So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. So a, so a little tidbit the right there. there. Yeah, so it's a Ecuadorian abano wrapper, nice, nice mix of fillers and stuff. There's some broadleaf in there, which is you know, naxa makes sense. But really good looking cigar. I like I like the look. I like the wrapper, and I like. I like the size. Yeah, I like the size.
1: size size. Is like size is a perfect. It's like a
0: six. What is a six by fifty? Right on the nose. Maybe a six by fifty two. Six by fifty two. Yeah, perfect. Um, so there's been a lot of there's like a lot of you know obviously the the lists and the awards the. I wish that I could get all the major guys, the half wheels, aficionados, coops, blind man's puffs, cigar journal, cigar snob, all of them like in a room like, Hey, can we all just do this in like two weeks because it's exhausting that it's like every like every four or five days you see one. Like the, yeah. Because the way Coop, and I love Coop to death, but the way he does it is like one a day or something like is that.
1: that. Maybe I'm just following him on Instagram now. Is, has he always done that with the video release? And I then, think uh, so. Yeah,
0: but it's like how he releases on his page is like, oh, the number 11 cigar of the year is this. And then there's like two other articles before you get to the next yeah. number. I'm like, dude, you got to... Put them all in a row. Put it yeah. something like all in a row for us to see. You know, It's one thing if on, if on Instagram, if you're doing like this or this or that, but it's all consecutive, I wouldn't do that on Instagram and then intersperse it with other pictures. It's like, no, I'm going to yeah. show you the list. Um, but when we do our- Dojo, a cons- in, a, in a funny way, Dojo really pissed me off. Why? <laughs> Why? I was following their list, and then on Friday- it was like their one, two, and three were going to come out and like all their other awards. So like brand of the year, uh, yep. limited edition of the year, all that. And I kept refreshing it all day. I'm like, where the hell is this list? And then I'm like, oh yeah, it's going to be on our show tonight. And I'm like, I'm not, I can't, it's a Friday night. You know, I got a girlfriend. I can't be watching. I'm going to be on the show, I think in a few weeks though. Oh, nice. I'm like, I can't, I can't wait till nine o'clock tonight to find this out, man. <laughs> you kill me with the anticipation. Um, but their list was really good. That I got to get more of those nickel sandwiches in from yeah. Espinoza. That really was. That was.
1: Cause, so I'm starting to. Um, for our podcast um, in the future, we're going to go over Cigar Coops List, Half Wheel, Blind Man's Puff, and Cigar Dojo.
0: Yeah, we'll do a couple of, you know, we'll Dojo, do more, maybe yeah. Journal and Snob. All right. Yeah. Because Snob, I think Snob is the one that had the Olmec. Okay. I'll look at those one.
1: too. I'll gather those as well. Um, and. Um, yeah, all these lists, it's nice to see, like, com- like, we have, um, there's some cigars on other lists that are on ours, which I know you said it makes you feel good, but it's just interesting to see where they rank, <laughs> like, where they rank within their, their list as well. I liked, I liked, I liked Dojo's lists
0: The list, last year say- and this
1: year. I really enjoyed it. I do like that he does, like, most valued cigar, um, I think, what was the other one? Like
0: he does limited edition most most underrated most underrated underrated. he does a lot of cool ones dojo does
1: yeah i like that um and i was really you know i'm it's interesting to see i wonder what makes him i guess brand of the year we don't have to spoil it but like what goes into brand of the year is i guess how many cigars he enjoys smoking from them or depending on how many brand that brand is like if there's
0: I think, I, I think there's like impact. three or four
1: like foundations on his list. And then would that be brand of the I think year? It, I like, think it's just
0: overall impact. And I okay. think seeing the consistency of the knuckle sandwich and all of its iterations getting highly ranked from everyone, including aficionado yeah. shocker that they had like a good, <laughs> you know, more rare boutique cigar on their list. Um, I think it's just like, that's a, that's a, and also the fact that it was with Guy Fieri. So it has mainstream appeal. Yeah. I think that's like, it's a, it's an impact thing. Um, I'm going to say it to this day. Oh, by the way, my mom replied when I asked her who my pediatrician was. Frank Sinatra. Yeah, my pediatrician's name was Dr. Frank Sinatra. I don't know if he's still out there, but if he is, keep it going, buddy. Um, (laughs) I love how she just, like, she answered. She wasn't like, why
1: do you want to know? Like she knows. She just (laughs) just (laughs) told you right away. Carol Ann
0: knows. Um, I still think... It's great that Nick is getting the accolades from. Was he on Dojo? He was on Dojos, right? He was, he he was make two. T- he was two on he Dojos, was two on I believe. So he made Dojo, definitely made ours. Snob. I think he was on Blind Man's Puff. I think he was on Cigar Journal. Uh, but uh, so I know like that that he and that he's appreciative of that. But he he royally got screwed on a fi- like, and that's that will bother me for a while him spe- obviously the whole and we i don't want to talk about this a third week in a row yeah. really, but that really irked me because he also play i'm not gonna get into details here. he plays by their rules yeah you know he's part of that world yeah and his cigar got such a high number rating and it's not even like it's he really got shanked and like i lost respect for those guys like i just i just not that, not that I ever, you know, we were ever friendly. We were prefer- yeah, but, courteous when I've met a few of them. But, like, that was just such a... And That yeah. guy is the perfect representative for this industry as a whole. Um, he should go. Hopefully, one day, he gets on Joe Rogan. I'm praying that he does, because I can't think of anyone better to go discuss our industry and the history of our industry and, and this product than him. And if anyone else thinks it's somebody else, then... I just hope it's not like a like a like a certain scumbag uh, fire festival guy who's like wheedle- needles his way in there, you know. What oh, I mean? you yeah, know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm you really know. hoping so yeah, too. Was, that would
0: weasels his way in there to
1: represent the to represent the community. And yeah, no. yeah, um, we probably talked about this before. And I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. There isn't like a Seagal Hall of Fame, right?
0: The closest they have is Aficionado has a Hall of Fame. Okay. I th- but I think it's it's more like a man of the year kind of thing. All right. Or not even of the year. I think it's just like certain people. Yeah. So um, I know I've asked you. It's very small. I think it's like Fuente. But, uh, um, like Carli- uh, I don't know if both Carlito and Carlos, but I definitely know Carlos. I think Ernesto got in recently. Gotcha. I
1: know I've asked you this before. Is Nick Malillo <clears throat> first ballot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ask because it – if there was a hall of fame and he did become first ballot, how much <laughs> aficionados snubbing him over the years or, you know, would that would mean it would just be crazy. If that, like I how mean, much they've snubbed versus how many of those people and companies they snubbed versus how much of them would be first ballot. I mean, listen, that they, would say they, a they lot. They
0: snub Drew Estate all the time. You could tell me Jonathan Drew the impact yeah. that that guy's had, he's first ballot as well. And you're gonna like, they yeah, they've so. barely had any Drew Estate cigar. Like yeah. occasionally they throw in like a Herrera Esteli in there, but League like, of so Nine was yeah. never high on their list. So
1: that's why I know we've said it the past few weeks. They're so out of touch. So
0: it was funny. One I was, day I, I texted you this weekend. I was watching. I had an awesome bro Saturday. I watched two Rockies and two Indiana Joneses before nice. Tall Ryan came over and we watched nice. the fights. Nice. Um, Which Rockies? One and two? I wa- no, I watched four again. There we go. Because that's that's a Labretti family favorite. Four is my favorite. Four four is the best fight. Yeah. Not the most realistic fight, but the best fight. Um, and then I watched Rocky Balboa because I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, and before that, I watched all of the fights from one, two, three. And then obviously I watched all of four. So I can feel Rocky's mindset. Yeah. And... <laughs> Rocky Balboa.
1: <laughs> I wish he was mic'd up because he...
0: No, I not today. No. I, I, he's,
1: <laughs> well, he, he just got done yeah. watching them too. Yeah, it's,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah, he
1: watched all of them um, and he because he never saw Creed.
0: Or oh, I'm for Creed 3. Um, so, yeah, so am I. I think that would be good. Well, um, I saw that all the Rockies are on Netflix right now. Yeah. And then I saw that all the Indiana Joneses are on Amazon right now. So I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then, you know me... Once I start watching especially like a movie with any kind of historical context, I start, as I'm watching it, going down like a Wikipedia rabbit hole. Yeah. So I went from, let me see how the, the the connections I made here. Ark of the Covenant, because obviously Raiders of the Lost Ark is the Ark of the Covenant where Moses, they put the Ten Commandments after Moses came down from uh, the mountain. and Apparently it was hidden, the Temple of Solomon in Jerusalem. So I go to the Wikipedia page for that and you do like a quick scan of like, all right, what's going on with this thing? Um, all the info of what I can't remember from Catholic school. And then, so that leads me to the tabernacle, which then leads me to the Ark and the tabernacle being moved out of Jerusalem to Ethiopia by King Menelik. Yeah. <laughs> There's a the Menelik. And so I'm like, oh, this is like, that's like that interesting theory. And then there was a book written on that by a guy named uh, Graham Hancock, who's a regular on Joe Rogan, by the way. Yeah. he just did another episode with him. And he has a a Netflix series called Ancient Apocalypse. That was, they call it pseudo-archaeology. I think it sounds cool. I I don't know if it's true or not, but it (laughs) sounds awesome. Uh, He's all about like, there was a a prehistoric civilization, like a very advanced civilization that was wiped out by whatever, some kind of catastrophe. And then wanderers from that civilization basically worked with our what we know as like pre-civilized man, and gave them the tools and the math and the whatever to then build up their civilizations later on. Um, again, they call it pseudo archaeology, but I, I cannot think it's really cool. And it, it takes it to like like Atlantis. Like yeah. it, it, it it has working theories for all this stuff. So, in, in looking at that, it's like yeah, there's there's all these theories. And then I was looking into like, oh, like what were the first civil, like the, the civilizations that archaeology says are like, these are the first ones from these regions, like the first a- proper mm-hmm. civilization. So there was the Sumerians in Mesopotamia. All right. Um, I can't remember the one that was in Africa. And then the the big one from, and I'm, and I'm reading this like, oh, and blah, 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 blah. And like the Olmecs of Mexico, because the Olmecs were like yeah. the first civilized, civil, civilized civilization, the first civilized group in the Americas. So I'm like, man, Nick. You're he really just-
1: dives deep into this, but man.
0: But they all have a kind of connection, and then it even connects back to Wawensay and the wise man because Menelik from the Tabernacle Cigar, like the guy in the Tabernacle, I can't yeah. remember, you know. What, or maybe no, Maybe, no, the, the, the guy in the Tabernacle Cigar, I think, was the last emperor of Ethiopia. Menelik was the king way back when. But then Tabernacle... King was known as the wise man which ties back into well Wednesday. It's it's really and he's now, Nick told me that there's a lot of uh, like rabbit um not rabbit holes um easter eggs like did, some symbology on like his bands and stuff.
1: Did you text him this weekend mm-hmm. as well? Yeah. Now, do you know for a fact or can you guess that every brand he does? Do you think like when he was doing I guess the Menelik or the wise man, he had the Olmec in the back of his head. Like, that's where I'm going to go next. Or do you think it is just like, I I'm just know. so fascinated to hear how these guys, because <clears throat> it just seems like you look at like the Tatuahe monsters, as we mentioned, the theme is monsters. So you could, that, I'm not saying that's an easy theme, but you could see the, you the the next see one. see the theme- the, yeah. yeah. With, with, with Nick, it just seems like it's just so in depth. Like when he was trying to explain to us, the Olmec, when we, when we saw him last August, um, it, he really, there's a lot of thought provoking to it. So I wonder if he maps it out as if like, and again, I've, obviously I'm talking movies, but like movie sequels or franchises per se, like you have like a plan, here's this plan. And then like phase three, quote unquote, this is where I'm going to end up. I wonder if he does that or he just knows that it's all connected and eventually he'll get there. I, 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 don't,
0: I don't, I don't know the process, I, I think maybe it's like, uh. He does one and then, in his, he just like, you know, reads so much. Like, he reads all these books and watches these documentaries. And then I think he'll see, you know, watching a documentary related to one thing that he already knows. He'll see, like, something about the Olmec civilization. He'll do a dive on that and then realize, like, oh, well, I can actually tie that in with San Andreas Rapper, which I'm already. And I feel like he he sees opportunities that tie in later. I don't know if he sat down with a notebook and was like, these are the 10 brands and here's the story they're going to tell. I think he kind of okay. discovered... I, I, that would be my guess. I think he's kind of discovering the chapters as they go. He's the Indiana Jones of the cigar industry. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's Nick Villillo is the <laughs> Indiana funny. Jones. And then I, when I was talking to him over the weekend, I had to call him about something else and we were just chit-chatting. for. I told him, like, I'm watching Indiana Jones and doing the whole thing. And then he said... Um, Everything also ties back to New Haven, Connecticut. He was telling me like, oh, did you know Indiana Jones? One of the guys it was based on was this like adventurer. And he sends me the guy's name and I'm reading it. And the guy was like the governor of Connecticut for a while. And then uh, we were talking about the Indiana Jones movies. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the new one's coming out. He's like, oh, remember that last one that wasn't that good? I'm like, uh, yeah, the crystal skull. He's like, oh, do you know that they filmed that right at the park here in New Haven? I'm like, how, how is Is this the park you went to? I think it was, I don't know if it was that. No, no, no. Okay. A, It was a park by uh, Yale.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah. Definitely not the park. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, it's this weird, like, why is New Haven, Connecticut, like this weird epicenter of this, this of like, Indiana cultural Jones. and
1: history and stuff. I mean, ma- very- Nick, it's a hidden gem then. It has to be a hidden gem, you yeah, know?
0: Really, I mean, the pizza was. Oh, yeah. yeah I really.
1: follow them and, and it's like, every time
0: they pop up, I'm like, I miss you. <laughs> well, we're, so we're, we're gonna go back up soon yeah. and we'll, we'll do it again and especially if we go like in the early spring before it's like nice oh, out, be, great. be too many people there yeah um well, yeah so our main topic of today um is just you know the, we still have more lists like you said we were going to go through and do a wrap-up of that in a, in a week or so but i do want to talk about 2023 what's on the horizon what do we think the industry is going to look like Brand wise, logistic wise, um, you know, just in industry, industry wide. Um, so overall, I think we're going to see a evening out of cigar sales. I don't think that they're going to dip too much. I don't think we're going to be importing a ton more. Um, I think that's there was certain. Uh, potential areas of increase during the pandemic where people were home more and they had a little more disposable income because they were, you know, uh, gas all that stuff. People were sending people checks. I think that's leveled out a bit, but I don't think we're going to see like a too big of a dip from this year to next year in terms of sales around, you know. Um, I overall think we've leveled out in terms of, I mean, there's always going to be a new company in terms of factories, I don't see really anyone making like a big, I think maybe HVC just started their own factory, so maybe. But I don't see any big new factories jumping on the scene. I would like to see the issue with tobacco layer Pichardo get yeah, resolved, up. yeah. Because I would love to see what um, Aradio can do and what John can do. We're working on back with them a little bit. So I uh, wish wish Fire Festival mm-hmm. would close down shop and just stop this nonsense. Just stop it. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know if this is a necessarily hot take, but I'm curious to Easy.
0: see.
1: <laughs> I'm curious to see um, what, um, how many more, I guess, celebrities. Yeah. Or um, pop culture icons um, kind of come into the cigar world. Now I'm always half paying attention to a lot of other podcasts, a lot of other, uh, just other po- podcasts in general. Um, you see like the guys on busing with the boys smoking cigars. Um, Joe Rogan has obviously been, you know, he had Dave Portnoy on a few weeks ago, smoking cigars. Ari Shafir and Bobby Lee, you said? Bobby Kelly. Bobby Kelly, I'm sorry. Bobby
0: Kelly was just on another podcast that I like called Stuff Island. It's with these two like degenerate Philly guys who are hilarious, uh, Tommy Pope and his name is Chris O'Connor. And he brought them cigars and he's like, I brought you like the perfect cigar to to bring to someone who you don't know what they like or what they smoke. What was it? It's a Perdomo 10th anniversary champagne. Okay. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm, uh, I'm interested
1: yeah. into seeing that with, you know, James Hetfield of Metallica teaming up with Drew State Jeremy Piven, Piven teaming up with, with Illusione. Yeah, <clears throat> Didn't Guy Fieri team up with somebody as well? Guy Fieri
0: was Espinosa with the Knuckles yeah. yeah, It was the okay. number of one cigar of the so year by was most his. accounts. Okay,
1: all right. So it would be really interesting yeah, to guy see that. Wasn't,
0: guy wasn't going to half-ass this. He was no. coming in flaming shirt first. No. And he was going to make a baller cigar. Um, I told you, I was. remember I was on that call with him two years yes, ago?
1: Yes, yeah. that was two years ago already? Yeah, it was Thanksgiving of 20. Wow. Yeah, 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 that was pretty cool. So I'm just kind of interesting, interested to see that. Um, I know it's... You know, it's always in the limelight with sports and championships, you know, stuff like that. I I would be interested to see, it wouldn't be really on brand for some athletes to do it, but maybe some retired athletes to get into the game of it. You know, like I can't see a current NBA or NFL player like promoting tobacco, (laughs) probably, because it was always interesting to me, like with like celebrities doing like athletes at like, like, LeBron James, oh, I'm a spokesperson for McDonald's. It's like, you don't eat that. <laughs> like, you don't eat that, you know? like So it'll be interesting to kind of see that um, that trend go. I think, my personal opinion is I think we're going to see a lot more of it. Um, and, I don't, and But you hope that people are doing it because they enjoy cigars and they're not just trying to make a quick buck. Yeah. That's always my, like
0: – Well, it's different nowadays because there's, like, you know, everyone is so much more informed today than they were – you know, I Every remember, year, I everyone's remember, more from than the last. Of shitty, there was a ton of shitty celebrity cigars when I was coming up. There was the George the Lopez. What about Knight the Sheffields. Rocky did that, but that was before Rocky had or his Sheffield own factory. Yeah. yeah, like that was when Rocky was like kind of outsourcing. Uh, he was still obviously super popular. It wasn't my favorite era of Rocky. My favorite era of Rocky is the current one um, with the Tabacusa factory. He's been making yeah. phenomenal stuff from them. I know um, Dominique Wilkins is Dominique you, Wilkins. When you guys one, went to uh, John Stark had one.
1: Yeah. Um Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Well, yeah.
0: Carl Malone, he's he's still, the, he I think he owns a shop. He he's he's legit. He was at, yeah. I think he's a client of our wholesaler. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. He's he's he owns a shop. He's like a legit. I love I love him.
1: He's like, yeah, I'm gonna be coming out of my bunker for the all-star game because it's in Utah this year. And he's like, and then he's like, if I played in the modern NBA, I'd be giving these guys buckets. <laughs> I love hearing that. But he was at the trade show. Dominique yeah. Wilkins was as well. So it'll be interesting to see. Like,
0: yeah. we had a lot of dude. There, there, was a Jim Belushi cigar that was oof. terrible. Oh, really? There was a. Frank, he's in the weed
1: business now. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Frank
0: Vincent one that was terrible. Yeah,
1: yeah, you were saying.
0: There was. You don't know who Bert Sugar is. Bert Sugar yeah, was mean- rest in peace. He was kind of a jerk, from what I hear. Uh, but he was a boxing promoter. Old, old, he was old, like a while ago. He's he, he's long since. I think he passed away probably like ten years ago at oh, least. Um, but he was old, he was like covering boxing like in the 30s. And then was still, he was in, remember I was about Rocky. I was watching Rocky and like Skip Bayless was on. Yes. That so they had Burt Sugar there. Like he, he, when Rocky Balboa came out in 2006, Burt Sugar must have been in his mid to late 80s. Like he was already old, but he did a cigar and he actually had an event here. They, they caught him putting some cigars in his pocket. It was kind of a little shifty. Um, Jeez. Yeah. There was just a lot of garbage that celebrities were just attaching their name to. But now it's like, just by simply like, by virtue of the internet, you're not going to go uh, to some, like some guy comes up to you at a, at a, a you know, a, a Nets game. And he's like, oh yeah, I do cigars. You should do a cigar with me. It's like, I'm going to go on the internet and I'm yeah. going to see like, who are legitimate manufacturers if I want to do a cigar. I'm going to contact them. Or if I'm a cigar smoker, I'm going to go with the brands that I really like. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're more mentally invested it's not just like uh some kind of sponsorship i think i feel like that's for a lot of sponsorship things now there was a lot of nonsense sponsorships and for a lot of different industries where it's just like yeah just put my name yeah, me a M- michael jordan sandwich like whatever yeah you know the the whatever and they just sign their name is get money now like people are paying like the logan paul energy drink that he did with ksi i don't do energy drinks but apparently it's very, very good. It's very healthy for you. The sales are going well. People are paying more attention like, to what, what, what their, their name, name to, is. Yeah. George Clooney did that with, when he did like the Casamigos tequila. Yes. He wasn't just like, yeah, I'm just going to like do a commercial. I'll be your spokesman. Like, he went and like saw yeah. how it was made, tested it, worked on blends and stuff. He did the same thing with Nespresso. Yeah. With Davide. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> it'll be just... Uh, I'm I just, like when Davide calls him George. He, <laughs> like yeah, he he he's George his boy. the place. <laughs>
1: That's really the only, I guess, trend I'm interested in seeing. I would like to see, um, I don't know. I always feel like a fraud talking, but like when I, I, I pay very close attention to Crown Heads and all these like limited editions they do or something like that, I would like to see maybe other companies kind of come out with that same mentality, but not like carbon copy of
0: that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or not really. Like well, there's also there's a, there's a I I would say that there's actually just almost too many limited editions. Real, okay, then I there's guess not. I'm not, not that, you know, paying attention no, enough not, to no, it, dude. There's so many, like yeah. the, the 22 minutes to midnight that we had in our top 25. Yeah. That was a considered limited. Okay, right. people are slapping that label now on everything, and I think that
1: we should do a podcast of like what technically is like. A limited edition.
0: I don't even think. You know I'm I'm I don't think that there's even a, a term for a term it anymore. For it, I, don't, yeah. I don't think there's a definition
1: because you said like twenty two minutes to midnight is technically limited edition, but
0: well, is it limited, sold
1: in like oh, as, a short amount of time or is it just sold until that's it's the thing. gone? It, it, like, can,
0: it could be like. Uh, like, a like Fer- Col- Ferri Otego, yeah. like the Elegancia. It, that's a seasonal limited edition because mm-hmm. it's okay. coming out every year and it's the same blend, but it's only available in this time and then once it's out for that gotcha. year, it's out. Gotcha. Then there's Las Calaveras, which is limited edition, new blend every year. Once that's out, you're never going to see that blend again. Mm-hmm. There's uh, just one-offs, like the one-off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it is, it, it. but listen, it's better for the industry as a whole and it's better for the manufacturers to have big core lines that get a lot of support and sell a ton that's better for business it's better for stability but in terms of marketing it's hard to sell that it's really hard in 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 a in an industry like this that's ever changing to like harp on a cigar that's your core line that you released 10 years ago yeah you know uh, very few companies really put an effort into marketing their core line stuff from back in the day. Althidus does, does a great job with it because there, a lot of that stuff is still relevant and still big selling. Monte Cristo whites, classics, Romeo 1875s. Um, but there's a lot of Drew stuff. I mean, they're. They still have acid, and they did the big acid twenty. But I yeah. want to say they've shifted. That, that was like their starter. Like really, was the acid and the, the infused line. They are now way. They're pumping out probably way more ligas, undercrown's, yeah. Hoya stuff, working with Hoya and Herrera Esteli stuff. Um, I I kind of do like that. If anything, like I don't know. I I have a weird feeling about core lines. My thing is like come out with it and then if you come out with a better idea that's in the same genre Uh uh-huh do that one instead and stop making that one like you should never make two cigars that are too close together gotcha okay Um, and a lot of a lot of companies have that. i mean if you have if you have more than five or six cigars you know brands in your company more often than not one or two of them are going to be similar now there's you know you can do different things with similar crown heads has the La Carême, and they have Patissier, two different factories, so there's two kind of different takes on it. But yeah, core lines to me is I mean, that, that's my own personal, and I realize that industry wide, business wise, that's not a smart position to have. But I like it. Hey, I'm going to release this. This is my Connecticut that I'm going to do for like two or three years, really get it down, and then I'm going to create a new Connecticut, and then that's going to be and it'll hit the same things, but it'll be a more modern take. It'll be more evolved with how the industry has evolved. Um how the trends are going. You know, I'm not gonna st- stick on to the same old thing that's been around for 20 years just because, you know, whatever. Yeah.
1: Do you see <clears throat> anyone kind of doing what Ricky Rodriguez did and like leaving somewhere and like I know it's hard to project, but like I well, first of all, let me ask you this. Did you expect the West Tampa tobacco company to come out and land on these lists.
0: No, when he not, announced it and all that, that wasn't anything negative towards Ricky. Yeah. It was just it, was, just it like, was a big gamble during that time. Logistics wise. Yeah. Um, supply chain wise. And he started like his own facility. That's all right. There's another, that's going back to my earlier point. That's a factor. I can't remember the name of, of the West Tampa factory that he's, that he's running now, but that one, they have a shot to make it like, you know, become like a name, okay. like a solid name. No, I mean Ricky, listen, Ricky has the experience, he has the talent, he has the mindset. Did um, you see
1: anyone doing that? Like, like I know it's we're so I'm early in the year. I'm trying to think but. of like
0: people who are attached to other brands. Um, there was a one guy who worked for Caldwell, and I can't remember if they wanted, I, can't remember, I, can't remember, I want to I can't remember his name was Josh. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm not I don't mean to be insulting that. I can't remember. Just there's a lot of a lot of stuff up on that old noggin. Uh he came out with campfire cigars, though, that were really good and they 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 got some buzz. Um yeah. I don't know man I don't know I mean it. it w- there, there comes a point where the market gets too saturated where it's like you know you really have to be doing something unique yeah. if you want to I think right now capacity for brands is at its fullest in terms of everyone's doing well yeah and there's enough space for that if somebody else tries to come in and like I, I don't know I don't, I don't know yeah. how many more people are going to be yeah, if you're if you're on the smaller side, if you're like HVC size, mm-hmm. sure. But if someone tries to come make a play and be like the next Drew estate and pumping out 10, 30 million cigars a year, it's like That's you're gonna tough. saturate the yeah. market. You know what I mean? It's it's already getting there. We're just at a tipping point where like I think we can maintain the amount of good brands we have. Because also, you know, it's very the world is very different now. It's not a one size fits all you don't need to be a major conglomerate you can make a living off of just your demographic buying mostly your stuff yeah so before is like you hope to get into somebody's mix but now like crown heads can do very well just off of the people who almost exclusively smoke crown heads yeah they have, there's okay. enough people who almost exclusively smoke that same thing with drew Altadis. definitely altidus in general oliva by far but even some of these smaller guys, like there's an like Aganorsa, there's enough people who like really just smoke the the wide variety of Agonorsa products like they can sustain off of. You obviously want to grow your, your customer base bigger. But beforehand, there was like a limited pot. And it was like, yeah. you have to be, you have to be one of these five people. It's, it's like movies. You have to be one yep. of these five actors Directors, to be famous. Yep. Now yep. it's like, no, no one's ever going to be as famous as Tom Cruise again. But you can be, timothy chalamet and you could be very famous and well-regarded but in your or like jenna ortega or like or like a lot of musicians where it's like you know i'm famous enough in my or comedians i'm famous enough and do well enough in my own sphere i don't need to go to the broad appeal thing anymore that's why you don't have i couldn't see a 20
1: something year old tom cruise in today's climate doing different movies like timothy chalamet doing like a dune and then doing yeah. uh, an
0: indie, you know, you can't. I can't really see it like that. Always go to your parents to find out how famous somebody is, because there are people who are of our generation. Like my my parents know Beyonce, they'll know Lady Gaga. Yeah, I think my dad might know Timothy Chalamet from a movie or two that he's watched when he's falling yeah. asleep watching HBO. Yeah, my mom probably doesn't know who he is. So yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Every time I want to go to like go to older mm-hmm. movies, I always ask my grandmother or my parents. Um, I have a few more questions. If, if mm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the one I do remember, then I'll start. How, how do? You, how is? How, so as I'm more on social media and I'm noticing like an influx of influencers. Oh God. <laughs> do you think it's going to? Balance out. Do you think it's just now? Pe- it's a, I
0: think I think they're already starting to lose a little bit. I think okay. influencers are already starting because there's a, little a few bit I better. follow
1: that I love following, and then there's a few where it's just kind of like okay, like you're either um, a good-looking woman or man, or you have a really nice you have someone doing your nice photos for you and photo shoots of you smoking a cigar, but and then you have like people like the Hot Ticket Podcast who. Very entertaining, very engaging. I've I've res- I've commented on a few of their posts, and they are actually engaging, you know, responsive and all that. So I'm just wondering where you're Here, like, where your take on like in this year, like, is it only because to me, this is the other thing too. It's kind of a two parter. Do you do you exactly. think the cigar? This might be tougher, but like the cigar industry right now is at at its pinnacle because to me, I watch football. I think football can get a little bit better with. With certain rules like with the roughing the passer rules or like talent level like should be you know the mvp should not just only be a quarterback it should all you know look at all to me the nba is at its it's at its highest right now you're having players score ridiculous like random not random so many players scoring 50 points 60 points like it's at its pinnacle i can't see the nba
0: defense anymore
1: yeah but i can't see the nba getting any more popular or bigger right where Do you see the cigar industry at that point? Do you see the cigar industry like it's right there and then it will become like, because right now like you have like guys like Joe Rogan, you have these comedians who are smoking more and like
0: kind of. So you got <sighs> you got two questions going on there. Yeah. I'm going to get to the first one first, which is about the cigar influencer. I think that a lot of the influencers today, now this is not a blanket statement because there's a lot of influencers and I know a lot of them personally and a lot of them, are like they they know the product. Yeah. They know it in and out. They're good people and like they just they, they have main jobs and they just do this as like a side thing, and that's great and that's cool, and I support them. Any kind of sponsorships that they, they can get or anything that they want to promote, good for them. I think the the obvious influencers, the sexy gal or the guy who's like all decked out yeah. with like just a bunch of opus and like a, a Rolex and like yeah. a Mercedes or the girl that's just always like in a beta. I think that's going to go away a little bit more because nerds have been shown to not only survive, but thrive in modern times. If you look at um, like super popular YouTube channels, uh, like for movie reviews, you know, who used to like, you would listen to like some hot lady like on the news be like, Today we saw Titanic and <laughs> yeah. it was a terrific. F- now there's like a guy who looks like me with glasses and a bunch of action figures behind him getting 500,000 views on, on his review of Top Gun. Yeah. People want to see people who know about the thing. And so I think that just being attractive and having good pictures, I think manufacturers are eventually going to realize, like, you know, oh, yeah, like, you know, they're learning about our product, but you're not gaining any sales from you because people look at you and they like your picture, but they're not going to, they're not then going like, Oh, I'm going to go buy this cigar now because booby lady showed it to me. Um, and again, that's not all influencers. There are certain influencers who do the right thing, which is influence because of knowledge connections. Um, now the sad part is, is some of the, the booby ladies and the, the Rolex guys, uh actually do know a lot about the product and could could do well, like could could be a source of good for that, but they just choose not to because it's it's easier. It's easier just to just have somebody take sexy pictures of you holding a cigar yeah. than to like, hey guys, I'm former booby lady and now I want to tell you about this the rapper or I'm going to a factory tour and you're gonna do this thing. Um and this, yeah, I mean, and, and like I said, the same thing for the gold Rolex guys with like the bottle of Johnny Blue and 15 Davidoffs and like I'm the man. I'm like, you know, first of all, you're you're probably Russian. Like I feel like, like there's, I, there's always like a Russian I, yeah. billionaire with like a bunch of, you know. So
1: to break, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes I'm not taken as seriously by maybe people who come across my account or like if people hear me on here, so I, <clears throat> I don't like, I know we joke about that like you use this word a lot, but there's times where I feel, do you feel like a little bit of a fraud? Right. And I wonder like as influencers of anything, like I'm I'm not even talking about the industry, just in general, like some of, like you hear about those people who post, Oh, I'm on a plane. I'm on a private jet. There's legit like companies that like they, are fake, fake planes yeah. that you use for props. And it's like, I don't know how you could be real with yourself if you're if it's obviously fake. An influencer is a very sad uh, existence. Yeah. Most influ— not, I'm not trying to bash all of them. Yeah. The the ones that are living the fake lifestyle that that you know are not education. I know you hate being labeled as as an influencer, but <clears throat> people hear what you say, listen to what you say. You know, I don't know. I know we keep talking about it, but when we when we did the cigar aficionado list. Like you, like people, every comment was agreeing with you. Every comment. There was no comment that was like, Nick, shut up. You're wrong. Everyone agreed with you. That's because
0: my dad doesn't have Instagram. <laughs> now,
1: so, I, I see. What uh, you're so talking. I'm just saying, it's like, there's you. different, there's different under the umbrella of an influencer. There's different types. So I just wonder if they, at the end of the day, they're like, do they care if they're being, the influencer, or are they just really, are they really fueled by likes, likes, here's likes? Here's why they
0: won't last is because they don't care enough about the industry or the product. If Instagram wasn't a thing, they would not be in, there's there's a lot of them out there. That just found this as a way, like, oh, okay, yeah. Here's an industry that where, like, there's not, like, there's not a lot of, it's not like you can't do that with like vodka, like you know, yeah. you need to be famous to do that. With see, vodka. if I
1: was in the, if I was in John's shoes, anyone who's been here for twenty, I, that would make me livid. But I, but they're then, just then like, there's, there's but they're just like, f, they're like, screw it. Fuente, I've been here for Fuente years. So works
0: with a lot of of those people, and it drives me crazy.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. There's
0: some that they work with that are legit, but. At the end of the day, the influencers that are going to go by the wayside are the ones where they put themselves forward and not the product. And not like, hey, check out this new cigar. Or, hey, I have a podcast where we're going to talk about cigar. The ones that are just like, oh, look at me. I happen to have a cigar between my cleavage.
1: Yeah. Or I like, happen to have a cigar
0: on. in this Bentley. Yeah. Those are the ones that good riddance to you. I don't want you here. I don't I don't like you. And, and it has nothing to do with like... Uh, it's just a lack of respect and it's like you're you're a leech you're a leech that's yeah. what you, that's what in a lot of influencers are yeah. are leeches on a at least in the cigar industry like I said there's a lot that are educated smart do their research and are just trying to educate others and I applaud them a lot of them are just leeches and just like, oh I found a way to make money off of this thing yeah yeah. because then you look at if you like go to one of their LinkedIns and it's like up until two years ago they were like you know a a a law clerk. <laughs> Or something else, yeah. and it's like now they're now they're headlining events, yeah. and it's like yeah, okay, but
1: listen. so then the second part of that is where do you think the cigar industry is going to be in twenty twenty three? Like as popular, still has room to grow, or are we max? Are you I maxed think pop out?
0: Culturally, we're actually going to see a growth because, like you said, I I think that more and more not influencers, people of influence. Your Joe Rogans, yeah. your Bobby Kelly's, your Barstool guys. Your Guy Fieri's are you know really starting yeah. to enjoy like pick up cigar smoking and enjoy it. I think in terms of sales though, I don't think it's gonna be like another boom period. We're already kind of we're selling more now than we did in the boom anyway. But also regulations gonna come out like you can't smoke as many places. It's never yeah. gonna be as popular overall as it once was. Just because the government is gonna make sure to limit. I it feel like it's it
1: barely can. someone smoking a cigar in movies and TV shows. Every Except time for I saw Stallone, movies. Stallone, always he's always yeah. Every time one. I saw Arnold machine gun trying to kill an alien with a cigar in his mouth. You're not going to see that, you know, and I don't know, you know, but, so I, but I do agree pop culturally, it's going to, we're going to see a a growth in it because a lot of, these. Tank Sinatra. Tank Sinatra follows us. God bless him. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. And he follows us. He interacts with us. He interacts with us. Yeah. I love it. I'm like, do you guys know who Tank Sinatra is? And my wife's like, I've never heard. If he's
0: listening right now, I don't know if he listens to the podcast. I doubt he does. But Mr. Sinatra, Tank Sinatra, listen, you share a very identical name to my pediatrician. Yeah. And a certain singer. (laughs) I would love to have Tank Sinatra on the podcast. And you're
1: an OG like meme lord. Like, he's like I don't want to uh, say he's like the original. Forget and, the fat
0: Jewish. I want to yeah. say like Tank Sinatra was the first one that I him knew. and...
1: Fuck Jerry Jerry. Yeah.
0: Him and Fuck Jerry were like the ones lot, that I yeah. that I followed. Um and Tank Sinatra was on one of my favorite podcasts, the uh, Are You Garbage podcast? I need to see that one. Oh my dude, the show itself is so funny.
1: Yeah. But yeah. I would
0: love to uh, dude uh, you I'll Pick out your favorite cigars that are legal in the U.S., and I'll give them to you if you want to come on the show. You got to tag him in this this trailer. This is a message. (laughs) Make this as a separate trail. This is a message to Tank Sinatra. We would absolutely love to have you on the show. We're in New Jersey. I know that you're in the Northeast. I'm not going to give out your location. Uh, It's privacy. You you, you name a couple cigars you want. I'll have them ready for you. I'll, I'll get you some boxes. We hang out. Um, I, that, that would be a big, a big boost for, for us. Oh, it'd yeah. be, you know, yeah. it'd be fun. Seem, he seems like a nice guy too.
1: If him to lunch, it'd be yeah. fun.
0: Yeah. Not here.
1: But, yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not here. Um, but no, uh, I, I, it's an, it is very interesting to see where, where it is, you know, and, and you probably have gotten this the last 10 years and I'm starting to get it now. A lot of people. Arthritis. Oh, no, I got that way before you. Um, <laughs> a lot of people are, they find out where I work and now a lot more people are, messaging me who don't smoke on the regular, but like, are like, Hey, I'm looking to get into cigars. What, Like that's, that shows me either they're being, in, they're being influenced by, you know, if they're my friends or, Oh, they're seeing my work and they're like wanting to get into cigars and do it. They're doing that or they're being influenced outside of it. And I think yeah. that's a really like, that's a really interesting kind of thing to see that i never you know, before I worked here, I really didn't know much about the industry, but it's really interesting to see like people starting to get a, a, engaged with it, interested in it. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty cool to see. Yeah, So it is. I And mean, I even, wonder where even, it's going to be this time next year. To an extent, year.
0: I don't know if you saw that the. Uh once the Republicans retook the house, they made cigar smoking and their offices permitted in the Capitol again. Yeah. So a lot of the Democrats are not happy. They're like walking through the halls that just stinks of cigars. And I'm like, oh, it's probably awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's probably awesome. Yeah. (laughs) It's gotta be. But yeah, um, I think it's gonna be interesting year. You know, brands I really want to keep an eye on for 2023. Um, Crown heads and always, but by that also, uh, I can never get the pronunciation right. Oz Ginner. Osgener. Osgener. So Oz, the Oz family cigars, you know, uh, they just got new company of the year from Half Wheel. Okay. So I'm excited to see what they're gonna do. Obviously, excited to see what John's gonna do. Foundation, Dunbarton, Alec and Bradley.
1: Um I'm excited the HBC Selection has been on a HVC, few. HBC. Uh, so I would like to kind Ferio, of see them, yes. Ferio yeah. Tago.
0: Always excited to see what he's if he's gonna come out with something new or just like this, this is his second year right third, as this will be his third, third year,
1: year as as Ortego. because yeah. i would love to see, so i'd love to see what michael has in store yeah. for agonorsa yes
0: you know to keep keep an eye on these guys um but yeah yeah very interesting to see you know what what what's what's going to come up and and how the uh, how we're going to evolve um hopefully a lot of this listen if if, if in six months i'm still hearing about supply chain issues because of the pandemic like i'm gonna lose a nut like it's it's i don't know how uh the lockdown from two years ago is like i still can't get shoelaces maybe, maybe yeah. there's an a, a, economist out there that can explain all this to me because but yeah it's not here nor there but hopefully that all settles down sales have settled in so like i think that we're gonna be being able to get more pro- like the same levels of production as pre-pandemic and we yeah. can fill those those sold outs a little quicker um and uh, also, like, tobacco evolution to see uh, – there's a lot of guys uh, like the double broadleaf from Alec Bradley and, and utilize – you know, with the shortage of Connecticut, they're growing broadleaf in Nicaragua, Honduras, Pennsylvania. Um, so seeing what evolves at a – you know, what, what kind of new tobaccos evolve. The Crown has Azuli Oro
1: has Italian tobacco in it, if I'm not mistaken, right? right. Something we did on the, on the top 25, I thought, or the, the last – uh, top five we did i thought something had italian tobacco in it i might be wrong but that's i've never
0: i mean the uh the cao italia has italian tobacco yeah um well think of the toscanas like the uh the uh, the like avantis and stuff yes like they all have like that's an italian style um yeah, i don't know if it has italian in it did I say that in the top five? You video? did
1: not. Mm-hmm. I, no, you did not. I thought I saw it while I was writing it, so I might be wrong.
0: Uh, yeah, it's Yolapa, Nicaragua, and fillers from Nicaragua and the DR. Yeah, I don't Shit. see any Italian. Which one was it then? Oh, there's, there's squares <sighs> out there that use Italian, but damn it. Um, yeah, so here's to a brilliant new year. Let's see yes. what, what awaits us. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all I got. So thank you, Chris. Thanks, Nick. Thank you, Justin. For tri- I'm going to give him credit. He tried to like to hold back his cough so I yes. gotta, he's running back and forth so i gotta give him credit for that um thank you everyone for uh listening make sure to comment like and subscribe uh instagram youtube facebook listen to us on spotify listen to us on apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and as always keep them lit